They can say they want, like, the Saints, right? Like, I know there's a lot of people in the AAA ranks who are just assuming. It would be great for the Twins, no doubt about it, right? If your AAA team was in St. Paul or in Sioux Falls. But if you were the Saints, why would you sell unless it was a billion dollars? Because the way they do things, uh, they're really good at it. And why would they want to take on a bunch of restrictions and headaches and have to take orders from someone across town when they've never had to? And that's kind of how they operate. So Sioux Falls makes sense for you if there is a new ballpark here someday. Is it a big big enough city? Would it make enough money? Do they care about making money off these teams? Okay, go ahead. I do not know. I I don't know. Those are the questions that business people would have to answer. And then how would the rest of the reshuffle go? Because let's say Sioux Falls was closer to the big club, but who are they playing? Are they in the International League? Are they traveling to Gwinnett? Chris Atterbury, Minnesota Twins Radio Network, last week on this show. Unique perspective on a guy who would know if the Twins could or should or will someday bring AAA ball to their backyard in St. Paul, their already established new stadium, or to Sioux Falls, which would probably need a new stadium. Chris worked his way up from the Canaries to the Saints to the Twins. And interesting insight, last week, when Patrick Ricey, who's been covering the Twins and Twin City Sports for over 50 years, tweeted, Don't be surprised if the Twins bring a triple-A team to Sioux Falls. And, Craig, uh, one of our favorite evergreen topics, especially when the weather gets nice and the Canaries start playing, we like to pontificate on someday, somehow, new stadium, maybe a triple-A team. And, well, a Twins beat writer for 20 years, Lavelle E. Neal III, uh, put in a story about St. Paul perhaps getting the Twins someday that, you know what, Sioux Falls is hungry for baseball, but would need time to build a suitable stadium. So Lavelle E. Neal III joins us in just a moment. It is Friday. It is Sports Talk with Craig and John here on Fox Sports 98.1 AM 1230 and KWSN.com. I got that memo for you to go read Lavelle today, and it leads off the show, A Fruitful Friday. Well, it uh, it was a great article by Lavelle. Of course, anything uh, Lavelle touches, it's good because he's been around long enough, and it's been a while since we've been, uh, had him on the program. But uh, I, I I still smile over the prospects of uh, a new stadium in Sioux Falls, the cost, and the cost of bringing either it's AAA or AA or single A. It's going to be eighty million dollars, an eighty million dollar investment at least. Uh, and, and I, and especially with what's been going on, I, I just don't see it happening whatsoever. I see it as a distinct possibility. The Sanford sports people over at the Sanford Sports Complex say baseball park is still part of their master plan. Whether it be a stadium, we don't know. But you see the Sanford logo splashed at Target Field and on TV and their commercials. And you know who's not hurting during the coronavirus? Denny Sanford. He has over $2 billion, and he spent a lot of money to bring really cool sports things to Sioux Falls over the last decade plus, and also put $6 million into the Gophers Stadium at his alma mater in Dinkytown over a decade ago. So that that could be a money source. And it's a fun topic that we have year after year, month after month. But when Lavelle Neal writes about it, albeit in a you know, a sentence in a, in a column about the St. Paul Saints perhaps becoming a Twins affiliate, you know, we uh, not only are we going to bring it up, we're going to bring on Lavelle Neal III on the Tires, Tires, Tires fan line. Don't often start shows with guests, but you're worth it, Lavelle. How are you? 
Hi, how you doing? Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, that story, uh, it's, uh, this is the first of three uh, radio interviews I got to do today. So, uh, uh, Well, you're welcome. <laughs> Happy Friday. <laughs> it looks like I've uh, stirred up a hornet's nest here, apparently, or whatever. Where are the other ones? Hmm? Where are the other interviews? Uh, one is... Uh, one is in Omaha, and one is uh, here at KFN. Okay. Yep. Um, so uh, your, your column did focus mostly on St. Paul and the Saints, and it seems like that's, of course, the best place to go. But th- the root of it is Major League Baseball suggesting 42 minor league teams be contracted, and uh, the economy for everyone is going to be getting tighter within the next few years. Um, so give the ins and outs of the realism of St. Paul and their brand new five-year-old stadium that cost $65 million to build, being the new home of the Twins AAA team someday, because Rochester's a thousand miles away. Uh, we'll, we'll start there. Like, what? Why do you believe, as the last line of your column today reads, that, that there is a window open for this to happen? Yeah, well, you know, uh, the funny part is this, this, this started as a brainchild of Major League Baseball. Uh, as they as they're seeking ways to reform minor league baseball, uh, they want to make sure their player. And this is totally different now from 25 years ago, where you know it was almost a rite of passage that a guy had to go play on some terrible infield at Beloit and and hit in a batting cage with no lighting. Uh, they had to rough it because it would help shape them as a player. But now it's all about making players as comfortable and to have make sure they have an environment that is. Uh, that is, that allows for, for the most development as possible. So, facilities—they want the facilities to be up to snuff. They want—they uh, have a belief that, you know, every minor league team only has like a handful of legitimate prospects to reach the majors, and the rest of the guys are are there, there to fill out the rest of the roster. And so, they want to cut, trim some of the fat of how many players that they have in their system that actually are not major league uh, prospects. So. Uh, they've been brainstorming all these ideas, and back in October, October when they uh, when it first came to light that they wanted to, I use the word contract. You can say eliminate or whatever. Forty-two teams. Um, they wanted to switch to a regional format um, in terms of uh, major league teams having their affiliates nearby, and it helps for transportation and call-ups and things like that. And I covered the, the Kansas City Royals for a few years, and their AAA team is was and is still in Omaha, and uh, their double-A teams in Wichita. So they had no problems calling up guys or sending guys down on um, rehabilitation assignments because they would just rent a car and drive, you know? And I think that uh, was the driving force here. So uh, St. Paul being brought into it uh, makes it a slam dunk that it, if they were uh, an affiliate, that they would be affiliated with the Twins. And... You know, the Twins are fine with it, and the Saints, I think there are going to be some tough decisions made on both sides. Um, the Twins have options. In the sentence about Sioux Falls actually was, came out of my last interview with, with, a, with a source before I wrote the story, when, in which they said, you know, we've got options here. You know, we could look at Wichita. They're currently a Marlins uh, affiliate, but Marlins uh, probably have an affiliate that's closer to Florida. And, uh, and then they started talking about Sioux Falls. And they mentioned Danny Sanford, and they mentioned how Sioux Falls was hungry for baseball. And there's a belief that uh, 
officials in that in that city would move heaven and earth to make a minor league baseball team happen in that town. Um, that's kind of difficult to maybe uh, absorb right now, given the current economic state of the country in the face of this pandemic. But um, it, the uh, the thought process is out there that Sioux Falls could be definitely a uh, a destination. But going back to St. Paul. Uh, the one thing the Saints uh, are weary about is the fact they would probably have to write a check for twenty million bucks in order to become an affiliate, because because baseball has this weird scale structure here where they're putting valuations on franchises based on what level, level they're at, because they want to set up some sort of compensation pool for a Triple A team that may have to become an A ball team in this new rearrangement or this new realignment. So. Since the Saints are coming in out of no, what, uh, from independent ball, they probably have to pay twenty million bucks. Now, as someone pointed out to me, that if they become an affiliate, the value of the franchise is going up definitely. So it, it, it's going to come down to whether um, the Saints feel that it's worth giving up independent baseball, um, seeing, seeing the value of the franchise rise, uh, and for how much money they're willing to pay for that. And um, and also the fact that you know they're in, they're independent. They've become the Saints because uh, they probably are the embodiment of what an independent team is like with their crazy um, events and promotions. And um, then they had to get used to the Twins, you know, raiding their roster probably once a week for players. Um, you know, they have to cringe every day after the Twins have an extra inning game that they probably need a couple of pitchers. They do they want to live life like that? But on the other hand. They could do cross-promotional stuff with the Twins. Um, the fans can see prospects in their, in their hometown. Um, if a player needs to go on a rehabilitation assignment or make a spot start coming back from injury, you know, they can just get in their car and drive across town. So there's a, there's a lot of benefits there. So, and they, they, this, the, uh, the agreement between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball uh, expires in the end of September. So... We're kind of running out of time for this whole realignment plan to really take shape. And a lot of things could change between now and the end of September in terms of which teams are getting eliminated or not. Or maybe the structure in which the, in which the Saints will have to pay to get in the league will be a little more affordable. We don't know. But uh, the Twins, are you know they're, they're preparing to have a new AAA affiliate next year. Uh, whether it's St. Paul or maybe down the road, a town like Sioux Falls. I, I think this, the Twins uh, recognize baseball in that area as, uh, as uh, very desirable, and it helps you know, continue to build the, the Twins brand in this region. Sioux Falls, when it comes to baseball, attendance hasn't changed in uh, 30 years. Uh, when they were winning championships, the, in fact, the attendance went down. Uh, if you look at the teams in the Northern League, <coughs> excuse me, um, Winnipeg and Fargo, a uh, city is very comparable to Sioux Falls, uh, much bigger baseball towns. But it seems to me, uh, is it only the dot because we got a, a billionaire living in Sioux Falls is the only reason they're looking at Sioux Falls? I think that the reason, uh, one of the reasons they think it's feasible is because of Mr. Sanford is there, and he would probably get behind such an effort. So and I'm not familiar. How much did the Sioux Falls team draw? I, uh, I'm totally unaware of what their number is. Anywhere from uh, 1,700 to uh, maybe 2,200 per year. That hasn't changed at all uh, over the last uh, 20 years in town. 
does someone think that uh, attendance would be different if they knew they were an affiliate, especially an affiliate with the Minnesota Twins or not? Or I mean, what's the population of that area? Has it grown? Has it stagnated? Is it decreased or what? No, Sioux Falls is uh, growing tremendously. 5,000 people a year for the last 20 years uh, have been moving to Sioux Falls. Uh, but baseball has been stagnant. Uh, they don't watch Legion ball. They don't watch high school ball. Uh, they don't go to the Canaries. Uh, Sioux Falls, we're almost to 200,000 people. And uh, you got to wonder why baseball isn't big. I There would be a little bit of a bump, Lavelle, but you got to wonder how long that would last. Right, and, uh, you know, AAA actually requires a stadium that holds 10,000 seats. Uh, some teams do not have that much, but they've gotten a waiver to play. Uh, St. Paul Stadium, CHS Field, holds 7,500. Uh, and I, I don't know what the, the, the running cost of the ballpark could be anywhere. I, I've seen ballparks in the last few years built for as little as 15 to $24 million, but, you know, um, CHS Field was a little bit different. So I don't know how um, it, 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 it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what the estimate for a new stadium would be in Sioux Falls. And I, I guess my question to you is how important is it or would it be to the Twins, Lavelle Neal III, Twins writer for 20 years now, Minneapolis Star Tribune, joining Craig and John here on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230 and KWSN.com. Do the Twins care? about a team's attendance or how much money it is making at the AAA level? Because Chris Atterbury said they, they won't. It's not their concern. They're, they're concerned about facilities and, and now, obviously, convenience. Exactly. It'll be, it would be facilities and convenience at the top of their list. It, it would be up to uh, the people the, the, uh, the people of Sioux Falls to, to determine what, uh, how much they want to invest and what would they consider a successful uh, amount of support. So um, the twin standpoint is, you know, as much as they love the people who run the Rochester Red Wings, you know, when, it's, uh, when there's a night game and they're calling over there at 2 o'clock in the morning trying to rouse some player up to get up at 5 to catch a flight, and there's been times where those flights have been missed. Um, I think they're looking at the convenience of having uh, an affiliate that's uh, uh, a couple-hour drive uh, uh, from the Twin Cities. So uh, as far as whether that franchise is making money or not, that's that, that would be up to uh, whoever's operating the baseball team. And, and also when you compare Sioux Falls to, I don't know, maybe Wichita, certainly St. Paul right there yeah. with a major international airport, do they have, when it comes to traveling expenses of the AAA club, how much do they care about direct flights to teams in the Pacific Coast League, which is, I'm guessing, where a Twins AAA team in St. Paul or Sioux Falls would be? Fresno, Sacramento, play, right. you know, do they, how, how much is that a part of it? I think just a very little. Um, I would tell you this, too. They're, they're not sure if, they would, if it would be a PCL team or a state B&IL team. That's going to get weird here as this uh, reorganization takes place. Uh, as the split between IL and PCL, I think the Twins would prefer prefer to stay in the International League if possible, and I'm sure that would be their recommendation to Major League Baseball if if their opinion is asked. Yeah. Um, so um, so maybe maybe that AAA franchise would be in the Eastern Time Zone or or, or not. Um, Seems like there would be more travel. I think if they are in the PCL. But but you, but you think it's going to happen starting next year? The Twins will have a different AAA franchise somewhere else besides Rochester. Yeah, well, what, well, I I well I shouldn't I shouldn't get too far ahead of myself because okay. I don't know what the 
I don't know what the agreement between Rochester and the Twins, I don't know when that expires. All right. So it may be two years down the road based on contracts. And um, it may be a lot of other clubs are in the same situation where they're contracted to have an agreement, uh, a development agreement with uh, a certain uh, uh, minor league affiliate. And maybe that uh, agreement doesn't expire to after 2021. But I think you, I think the Twins will know where they're. They may know where they're going to be in 2022 by maybe the end of this year. Okay, and obviously, if it's Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls would have to have a new stadium. And so the follow-up is the the. the po- go ahead, Bell. Can they get one? Can they get a stadium done in time? You know, it, uh, can they plan get the funding, especially getting funding for a stadium in this economic climate? I would imagine it would be a, a major hurdle. Unless they could pull off something that the majority is privately funded, but even then, most of the time, um, there's going to be a need to address infrastructure improvements around the ballpark that ends up being the burden of of, uh, of the city or the state. So, a lot of things that have to break right, and it would take a lot of work. And and uh, but it, I, I got the impression that that uh, Sioux Falls is, is chomping at the bit to be a part of uh, uh, a AAA, to become a AAA affiliate. So I would imagine there may be uh, a framework of a battle plan in somebody's desk or in somebody's drawer uh, to, to, to uh, enact if they thought there was a chance of it happening. And my, my, do you know, when you say Sioux Falls is hungry for baseball, do you, do, do you know who in Sioux Falls is it T. Denny Sanford? Is it Sanford Health as an organization, or and is it people beyond that realm? Well, um, just from my conversations with, with Twins folks, uh, they just made they made it sound like Sioux Falls is a is a, is a community that likes baseball. And Mr. Sanford's name did come up when we had the discussion. And I would imagine there's some other uh, uh, heavy hitters in town that would have probably joined the join the cause as well. So. Um, that, like I said, the, a lot of this came out of uh, my last conversation uh, yesterday before I wrote that story, and and I was actually raising an eyebrow when they mentioned Sioux Falls because uh, I had not heard of Sioux Falls being interested in baseball. And I, then I remember Patrick Royce's tweet, and uh, and Royce would know more than anyone. So there's got to be an appetite for ball somewhere in that town if uh, if uh, Sioux Falls is popping up every now and then as a possible destination. Yeah, that's what I figured. Craig, anything else for Lavelle? Uh, no, it's it, eventually, though, how many minor league clubs would the Twins have? Would they have AAA, AA, A? Would they have four or five? They may lose one because uh, on the preliminary list, Elizabeth Twin, the rookie league team, uh, was on the list on the chopping block of the uh, initial plan. So um, the, I think that part of rookie ball may go away. A lot of short season teams were on that list. Um, the 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 Gulf Coast League or like the the rookie leagues in which that train at the teams like Florida or Arizona complex. I think those two leagues would stay uh, would continue to operate. But I think the Appalachian League may take a hit, and uh, maybe some teams end up going into some other leagues. So that's that's my cut. So I think at the end the end of it, I think they will still have. I think they would still have uh, A ball, double A, and triple A. Not sure about uh, the rookie ball league and Apple in the Appalachian League. Uh, so I think they lose at least one team. But I don't think Cedar anybody. Rapids. Oh, sorry, Craig. Cedar Rapids would stay A ball, right? I would. I believe so. Um, we have, you know, but here's the thing: 
the, apparently these talks between Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball are ongoing, and teams are added and subtracted from this list, you know, based on whoever steps up to uh, to make commitments or not. You know, so um, I, I don't I don't want to sound like uh, I have an inside, uh, inside track on what the list looks like because I don't. So I'm just as curious as, as you are to see uh, who stays and who goes when the, when the, they finalize this uh, this restructuring. Mm. All right, and, and uh, well, I was going to say that was my last question: is Are you confident to predict what is going to happen? Because it does appear well, St. Paul would be anybody's first choice here. It's duh. I mean, it's right, right. there. So, you, so that's the first step. Do, are you confident on a prediction what's going to happen and if the Saints can get it done with the Twins? I'm gonna say I'm gonna. I'm gonna say forty, sixty. Uh, I'm gonna say forty percent chance that it happens, sixty percent chance that it doesn't. Mainly because um, the Saints are not going to pay twenty million dollars to join Major League Baseball's affiliate system. It's not going to happen. So unless they can renegotiate a better deal, or if they come up with a more affordable system for um, independent teams to be blended in the whole thing, I, I don't see it happening. So that means the Twins, if Either we have to stick with Rochester and work and try to find a uh, regional affiliate in the next couple of years, or if uh, the Marlins move out of Wichita, maybe it becomes Wichita. And then uh, if someone is say Sioux Falls sees that door cracking open, maybe we'll hear some rumblings out of Sioux Falls about about trying to make themselves uh, attractive for a Triple A team. So, so right now, I would say I'd say it was it's somewhat doubtful that uh, the Saints would end up joining the Twins affiliation system just because of that $20 million check, you know. Are you more or less confident you can make a prediction on when the Major League Baseball season in 2020 will start? Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> feel, I'm more and more confident that we're going to have baseball. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, the Twins officials are, I think baseball officials are across the league uh, gaining confidence just because we're seeing some states starting to, uh, to relax some of their uh, orders and, uh, if we're at the, we're at the beginning of May here. I think if we stick it out for another month, you can start players can start training maybe in in June. And I think it would be neat if we, if the season started on July fourth. I think it'd be a great uh, just a, a great way to start the season on a, the most patriotic day of the calendar. Oh, yeah. Shows that the, the country's coming back from this and returning to normalcy. But maybe you know they'll be in a position where you can start earlier than that. As long as they can get about a hundred games in, and um, then play to have the playoffs in November. And this is going to be a crazy year. I mean, get ready for anything here because like if the Twins are the Twins are playing in the playoffs in November, they most likely will have their home games during the postseason in like Texas or Miami. So uh, <laughs> that's where we're headed in as we. Uh, Move forward, but there's other crazy stuff going on here. There, you know, college football is wondering about starting in January, and uh, the NHL mentioned if they end up finishing their season in July, like the twenty, the twenty dash twenty one season may not start until December or something. You know, it's, we're, it's just uh, these are strange times we're in, and it's going you're going to see some things that um, we're not used to seeing. Well, Lavelle, we really, really appreciate your generous time here today knowing uh, you, t- you typed this up and now you've got other radio peeps uh, calling your phone. And uh, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, My pleasure. Good luck. And 
I've, uh, I was I was in Sioux Falls for the first time ever on New Year's Eve. I was in town for a wedding, so Whoa. I had a chance to kind of hang out a little bit, and I thought it was a nice little town. What's that, Craig? I found a cigar lounge too, so that was a big plus for me. Uh-huh. So. Stogie's downtown. Anytime you come to Sioux Falls, Lavelle, let us know. We'll uh, we'll take you out to a few spots. Okay, we'll make that happen. All right, thanks, Lavelle. <laughs> All right, take it easy. There he goes, La- Lavelle E. Neal the Third, Twins writer for twenty years. There's a lot there. Uh, we'll have a reaction. We'd love to hear your reaction, and we'll have our usual. Happy hour with Mike Henriksen on a Friday, the co-host of Calling All Sports with Marco and Mike H. and a local sports talker for over 20 years. Next on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230 and KWSN.com. Did you miss one of the awesome discussions or compelling interviews? Hear them back by going to KWSN.com. Click on podcasts. It's easy and available anytime. KWSN.com. Click on podcast.